Wellness on today's college campus is nothing like the gym classes students used to be required to take. On this edition of Intersections, the RIT podcast, Michelle Schroeder, Director of Wellness Education, talks with student Risha Kalnikar about how the wellness options of today, everything from badminton to yoga, from managing your stress to managing your finances, is helping students learn new skills, make friends, and have fun. So as we know, students have to take two wellness classes before they graduate. Yep. And your wellness classes has certainly exceeded that. So how has your wellness developed? And really, why did you go ahead and take that third class and the fourth and the fifth? Well, I took badminton because I thought it was like a... I already had like an eye-tracking problem. So I thought if I started with badminton, then I could see how my eye-hand coordination went. And since that improved over time gradually and I was losing a drastic amount of weight... I was like, let's continue. And then Josh, uh, uh, my friend, he's like, oh, I'm taking this 120-day challenge. Just come do it with me. And I was like, yeah, sure. So I signed up for that. But then after a while, I was like, you know what? I did badminton pretty well. Let's try tennis. And then tennis ended up going like really, really well. To the point I just kept doing it over and over right. and over and over and over again until <laughs> you introduced drums. <laughs> and right. then that became my new best friend. And that's your new best friend. Are you taking <laughs> anything next semester? I'm taking... Advanced tennis and advanced badminton. Both advanced. Okay. Yes. Okay. And I met you in the 120-day class. And then at that point, there was a whole new group of students that I had never met before, you and another wellness ambassador. And the two of you had significant changes in your eating, your sleep, your fitness that semester. Tell me what. Tell me a little bit more about that class. Teaching it is one thing, but then seeing the results and hearing it from... What I liked about that class is it kind of helped tone my body a little bit. Because I already lost that weight, but the shape wasn't there. So that was, like, more like the building class. Mm-hmm. So, like, getting, like, all the weights, all the different exercises you made us do kind of helped me form my body better. I think a class like that, some of these fitness classes we have, the they're not easy. So I feel like the that environment... That was not That's not <laughs> easy. Uh, I think the environment that we create with the instructors... Um, especially with the fact that it's 120 days of consistent exercise. So you're doing three days with us and then two days you're committing to on your own to, to getting some cardio in. Because of the commitment you're making to register for a class like that, I think students stick with it. And then we've had, we have a lot of alumni of that class, students to come back and take that over and over. Do you think that a lot of, I mean, I know a lot of our classes create an atmosphere where um, the motivation is high. What do you think about the social aspect? I mean, I take all wellness classes for social aspect as well, because I make so many friends in all my wellness classes. <laughs> I've made friends in drums, tennis, badminton, any class I've had, I've made a friend in at least two of my tennis classes. I'm still hitting with them outside of class. So, Richa, how have taking these classes impacted your habits and your lifestyle as a college student? Well, it's definitely a big de-stressor for me, because... I know, I used to, like, last two semesters, I took, like, 18 credit classes, so I used to go crazy, and whenever I go for, drums was the biggest one, because I was banging my stress out, <laughs> but tennis also kind of helped, because, you know, you're always hitting your racket, and I used to play outside class, too, so then I felt like I was getting more energized, right. essentially. You took a music class this last semester. Yeah, you took, took the steel drums. Yes. We have five music classes now because we're partnering with um, Department of Performing Arts and Visual Culture. So we have five new music classes. We have the steel drum and the guitar from last semester. We added play, sing, produce, gospel ensemble, and an African drum for the spring. 
And it's, I think it's interesting, too, because taking a 14-week class to learn something they've never done. Um, I know the students who took guitar had never, ever picked up a guitar, but in high school they were athletes, so they didn't have time for music. Now they have time for both, which is, in my mind, it's a benefit for, I mean, I think it's, we've been talking about stress reduction a lot, and I think it's great for their stress reduction to leave the classroom, and you don't necessarily have to do something physical. And banging a drum is an amazing stress. <laughs> banging a drum is absolutely... <laughs> And the CPR, the first aid, I mean, those classes, I think a lot of students will, I think students choose those because it's a life skill. And instead of choosing something else as their second, they'll choose something like that. Those classes fill every semester. So how does a new wellness class become a wellness class, essentially? A lot of our classes are proposed by students. So a student will come in and say, hey, I've taken this class, and I'm really ready for an advanced section of this. Can we do advanced? Like right now, they've just came and asked if we can do advanced fencing. So advanced fencing is on our list to take to our curriculum committee. We have a committee... Uh, that meets once a semester that looks at the course outlines, the course descriptions, the um, topics, our learning outcomes, our objectives, our assessment methods. So we look at all of those to make sure that the class would fit because it has to be instructional, not just play. Once a course is proposed from by a student, most of the time it's a student. If not, it's a staff member who talks to the students in classes and realizes that we're, we're ready for something new or a different variety. Yeah. We started with yoga, just yoga. And now we've added different varieties of yoga. So there's functional yoga. There's We have a sunrise yoga that's more of a um, sport-related type yoga. So we have probably seven different varieties of yoga when we just started with just yoga. So our variety has changed and, changed, and it's not only based on what the students have asked, but the students have talked to their instructors and, and asked for some different things. We also follow some trends of what's happening, especially with fitness, when you're watching TV with the Ninja the Ninja Warrior show. We've got um, uh, So You Think You Can Dance. Now we've got all these dance classes that are more competitive. So a lot of what we are adding as well is from what we're seeing in the trends that are, are just showing up in the media. You know, we have fitness classes, we have dance classes and our recreation classes. A lot of these students want to get good at something fast. They want to lose weight quickly. They want their fitness level to change where uh, they see differences within two, three weeks. And I always tell students, it's not a magic pill. This is not going to happen overnight. You need to commit to something for a good amount of time to make see those changes. How, what kind of advice would you give to a first-year student coming in? First-year student coming in, what would you tell them as a new student starting as a freshman about their patience, that it's not a quick fix, it's not easy? How would you advise them if they to take some of these classes and what their patience would have to be like? I feel like for every class, everything takes time. No matter like if it's an academic class, a wellness class, or a music class, everything takes time to master. You can't just be like. Yes, I'm a master now. <laughs> you gotta be patient. You gotta wait. You gotta practice. Otherwise, you're not gonna get anywhere. That's exactly. I had a student uh, in my office a couple weeks ago, and he was very frustrated that he hadn't, you know, he hadn't seen the results that he thought he would. And then when I started asking him questions about his his sleep, and his um, stress level, and the um, just how he was feeling when he was carrying this backpack that weighs 50 pounds around campus, and the things that he noticed that were functional and less obvious to him instead of how his clothes were fitting or how he was, people were noticing some changes, it was more about how things were changing for him because he was sleeping better, because he was exercising now. And his, you know, a lot of things had changed but wasn't noticeable. I also think with students, there's taking time out of your day and out of your week to focus on your own personal wellness. If you don't do that, things can really spiral. And that's something that I think as a college freshman coming in, when we meet with them at the uh, right at orientation, we definitely make it clear, don't, don't wait to take a wellness class. Don't take it when you're a 30 year. Take it 
you know, maybe your second semester, first year, because you miss the opportunity to be active in any of these areas, too. I would have done mine sooner had I known about it earlier. Mm-hmm. I only realized that at my second year, I was like, ooh, we need to take wellness classes. <laughs> I had to figure out which ones to take. Right. And then I kept going. I would not have taken 10 to 11, 12 now, next semester, if it definitely wasn't, wasn't an enjoyable experience. A lot of people have a negative view on it because they feel like they're taking gym class, like they're going back to high school and they're taking. That's what that I've, I've been hearing a lot of kids saying, like, "Oh, I have to go take an wellness class." It's like going back to high school gym, but once they take it, they realize it's nothing like gym class at all because it's your choices, it's your flexibility. You know, you choose what you want. No one's saying you have to do all these sports. It's just you go, and you have fun. Thanks for listening to Intersections, the RIT podcast, a production of RIT Marketing and Communications. To learn more about our university, go to www.rit.edu. And to hear more podcasts, find us on iTunes or visit us at www.soundcloud.com slash rittigers or at www.rit.edu slash news slash podcasts.